Hello, everybody. Welcome back again to another episode of Dr. Movie Mini Reviews. That's right, little short pieces that you can pick up from time to time and just listen real quick and move on to something else. The only podcast brought to you from the inside of my car, which is not running at the moment. I'm taking a break and thought I'd come out and uh, throw this one together because of the movie that I watched in preparation for this episode. There is something about, from the years about 1986 to 89, that I think is just the sweet spot for for horror movies. Uh, it's almost like everything possible was greenlit. It didn't matter how crazy, how absurd, or just how nuts it is. It was like everything was just said, yep, that sounds great, let's go with it. Some of the craziest, most outrageous horror movies that are now classics are really in this time period. And I I think there's a lot of factors to it. The VHS boom, for one thing, because you start to have all the mom-and-pop shops opened up where people could go rent everything. It became kind of the standard. Uh, then you had the release to video, so you didn't have to have super big budget. You could do these low-budget things and able to get distribution and put out and have them setting right beside the big blockbusters of the time. So what an interesting time. Uh, personally, I look back at those years as pretty much my favorite times, uh, possibly of my lifetime, because it's that age where you're, well, obviously I was a teenager and everything was influential, right? MTV was big. VHS was big. Cable TV was, you know, just really starting to happen just a few years before. So, yeah, man, just a very interesting time. And speaking of interesting, how about this movie, huh? From the guy that brought you pieces. That's right. Which will probably be talked about on this show as well. But from the director that brought you pieces, we get this movie. That's right. They crawl. They leave slime trails. They eat people. It's slugs. <laughs> and again, so ridiculous, but so much fun. Pretty gruesome. Uh, this is, uh, I don't know. It's almost like they're trying to do the whole idea of nature runs amok ideas, right? So with all the 80s stuff, it was all about toxic waste, right? Companies dumping dumping toxic waste into landfills and the repercussions of it. And that's exactly what this is. But this one really plays like a mid to late 70s apocalyptic movie of the same source. Kind of like The Bees or something like that. Except you don't have any George Kennedys or people like that in this movie. Uh, the acting is a little shaky on this one. Not really great performances, especially the high school kids, if they're even close to high school kid age. Uh, that's the only weak point. Well, I'm going to say the only weak point. It's weak in an entertaining way. This movie is a whole lot of fun. Uh, but there's just some choices here that you kind of go, what? <laughs> Did they really think this one through? Especially like the soundtrack music, right? All the background music, it jumps all over the place. And there are scenes where it sounds like this music came from an episode of Kojak or something. Some some late night TV drama series 
that used, you know, 70s orchestration with some guy laying down a funky bass riff. You know what I'm talking about, like SWAT or, you know, any of those shows from back in the day. Not the new SWAT, the old original SWAT. Uh, the musical choices in this just crack me up. Uh, so that's something to really kind of check into when you're watching this movie. But let's get down to the nitty-gritty. You got crazy music. You got some sh shaky acting from certain people. Uh, you got some dialogue. You're like, boy, they just really didn't try hard on this one. But it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're watching a movie where toxic waste has mutated slugs and they're taking over a town. I don't know what else to say. I mean, that's that's perfection. Again, somebody walked up and said, hey, I got an idea for this movie. Uh, toxic waste, mutated slugs, uh, eating people. Sold. Let's do it. Right? Even as ridiculous as it sounds, I might have to hand it to them, man. The effects in this are really good. There's some greasy, greasy, some gross, uh, almost kind of falchy type effects in this, man. Pretty dang nasty. Uh, not too far away from, again, the, the counterpart of this with, with uh, pieces. Uh, Lots of gore. Very well done gore. Uh, is this movie scary? No, not in the least bit. Uh, is it gruesome? Absolutely. Uh, popcorn fodder for sure. This is a great get everybody together, sit around, and let's check out this crazy movie. For that purpose, you can't go wrong. But you've got a, uh, a health inspector who is finding out that something is going on in this town. And they start off with this guy that's in an old abandoned house, old drunk guy who's basically just crashing there, old abandoned house. And they go in to remove him from the place and find him dead. And he's all chewed up. And it's because of slugs. Yeah, believe it or not, it's in the title. <laughs> and uh, from there, it just kind of grows from uh, there's a couple that's got a greenhouse. And, of course, the slugs are out there and they're populating on their plants. And uh, if you want to use that as a proper term, uh, obviously, they're going to get eaten. And the thing about it, the ferocity of these jokers, too, man, when they get on you. Um, there's the, the guy that, you know, the family, uh, say the family, the couple that owns the greenhouse. Dude is willing to chop his own hand off because one gets in his glove. He's willing to take a, a little short hatchet and chop his own hand off to get to get away from the pain of what this this slug is doing. So, yeah, that's pretty wild. And uh, so you get a lot of scenes like that. You get a, a young teenage couple that's uh, waiting for the parents to leave, and they start uh, messing around at the house, and that doesn't end well either. Matter of fact, the effects of that are pretty amazing. Uh, you get a buddy of the health, uh, health inspector who's making a big business deal there in town, uh, trying to bring money and business into the town. And his wife makes him a salad and actually chops up a slug in the salad and puts it in there by accident. And he eats it. And as the story goes on, it's one thing to have the slugs attacking you, but they also carry a parasite inside of them. That causes a lot of havoc as well. So right in the middle of this dinner meal, this guy starts having issues. 
and pretty much his face just falls off in front of these people that he's doing business with. It's gruesome. And it's right in the middle of an Italian restaurant. It's fantastic. Um, from that point on, health inspector and the sheriff have a terrible relationship. They don't get along at all. And one thing I love about this movie is how that all ends, too. Right? So we'll get to that towards the end of this conversation. But they don't get along one bit. But they're stuck having to work on this stuff. And, of course, health inspector's telling everybody, we got these killer slugs. As ridiculous as it sounds, that's what he's going around telling everybody. And, of course, nobody listens to him. They're not going to buy that. Who would, right? And you can see all of the, the tropes here, right? This is like uh, the mayor in Jaws, right? We're not going to believe this. You're, you're trying to, you're, you're nuts, you know, you've done lost your mind. You don't know what you're talking about. You do your job. I'll do mine. All those conversations happen, right? And uh, health inspector is trying his best to take care of the problem. And he finds another guy that works in the town that takes care of uh, the facilities, I guess you'd say. Uh, takes care of all the sewers and all that kind of stuff. And he goes down to do some inspecting himself and finds dead animals and I'm going to say even some body parts that are down here in this in this sewer. So our dynamic duo at this point get together and try to figure out a solution. And through this whole process, our health inspector, which is named Mike Brady, by the way. So, yeah, the dad from the Brady Bunch <laughs> is fighting slugs. Yeah, obviously, it's not the same guy, but I think that's pretty hilarious. I wonder if that's on purpose. Don't know. But there you go. Um, they take it to this guy at a lab. Uh, I don't know if he's a scientist or just a guy that works at the lab, but he starts doing all these experiments and, you know, finding out what's going on with these slugs and how they've been mutated. You get all that backstory. Pretty typical stuff. But the thing is, is these slugs are attacking his test animals <laughs> and eating those. And this lab guy is just totally fascinated by it. But he finds out that he can take a, a certain chemical and he makes a concoction out of it and you pour it on it and it and it kills them. Which I find is hilarious because they're going to spend all this time finding all these chemicals to mix this big batch when realistically, you could probably just walk out there with a salt shaker. <laughs> Go get you some, you know, one of those big containers of salt and just start sprinkling, man. How about put it in one of them seed spreaders, right? Where you can just crank it. You just walk and shoot the, <laughs> the salt everywhere. Just saying. Uh, maybe I was ahead of my time. Maybe they didn't think about that. Maybe, maybe these are mutated enough that the salt doesn't work. I don't know. But anyways, that's my idea. So instead of taking all these chemicals and having to make a big batch and, and who knows what it costs and just go to, you know, Family Dollar or Dollar General and buy some salt. I digress. <laughs> but uh, anyways, when it comes down to it at the end, they're trying to gather all of them together, a la Night of the Creeps, get them all gathered into one location and try to kill them all at once. And... Uh, for the most part, their idea works to a certain degree. There is one cool scene where, uh, the guy that works in the, the sewage area 
decides to electrocute a bunch of them. So he cuts an electrical wire that's in the sewage. Why there'd be one, I don't know. But he cuts it, sticks it in the water, and of course fries a bunch of them. And I'm like, well, why didn't you think of that before? And now you've got this chemical. But man, when they drop this chemical in there, does it work? It, it works and then some. It pretty much blows up the whole town. It's coming up. I mean, it's it's again, this is some great work because you're seeing the impact of when this chemical hits the water, it pretty much just incinerates everything through the sewage system. Even the houses where all these murders were happening were tied in directly into the area where the sewage system is, is set up. So it even blows up those places. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I find it very enjoyable. And uh, I'm going to kind of leave it there. I will say, though, the sheriff comes up afterwards. You know, there's some other things that happen that I don't want to talk about. Because, again, I want you to watch these movies. This is on Tubi. Again, all these are on Tubi. I'm just, you know, finding them on here and saying, hey, why not? Let's do this again. These are great. And uh, this one ends up, I love the fact of at the end, you think there's going to be this big thing where the sheriff comes up and apologizes. And he kind of does. But Mike Brady ain't having it. And so their relationship is still as crappy as it was to begin with. And I love that aspect of it, right? Throwing that little bit of something different in there. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, this is all happening at Halloween. Why? Don't know. Doesn't matter. The fact that it's Halloween has nothing to do with this movie. But when most people talk about watching Halloween movies, they never bring this one up. But this one is 100% happening at Halloween. So there you go. Stick that in your cap. And there's only about two things that even let you know that it's Halloween. Because the, the teenagers are all partying one night, right? They're all out parking, hanging out. And there's one jack-o'-lantern on top of a truck, and one guy's got a skeleton mask. That's pretty much the extent of it. Uh, and there's some crazy stuff with that group, too, because there actually is a scene where uh, this guy and girl are making out, and this other guy's watching them, and then the girl says, nope, I'm not going to go any further, and she walks off, makes the boyfriend mad. This other guy puts on this skeleton mask and literally tries to rape her. Uh... Pretty nutso. I mean, just out of nowhere. But she gets away, and she falls down into the opening that goes down in the sewer, and there you go. You can imagine what happens there. Anyways, that's just another wild, quirky thing about this movie that's in there. Uh, I highly, highly recommend this if you like your, your horror movies with absurdity. It's so ridiculous, but it's so much fun. Uh... I think you'll have a blast with it. If if you have seen it, let me know in the comments and stuff on some of these posts of what you think about this movie. And uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. And again, let me know what you think about it. I think it just deserves being looked at. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will see you later. Have a good weekend. Adios.